0: Just go to cars.com. It's magical.
1: All right, welcome to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation Dog by Nature. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Floor jansen from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. That was the, if you're thinking, what's that song, Andy? It's the soundtrack from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, which involved heavily the Miami Dolphins and the Browns play the Dolphins. That's the only, that's the only theme I got, Matt. There's not a lot of Dolphins stuff out there. So I went Ace Ventura. So there you go. How are you?
2: I'm hanging in there. How about
3: you?
1: Doing Well, I'm doing well, life-wise, well, Browns-wise, not so much because that, that hack of an admit, uh, of a, a an administrator, What's He was name?
2: like a, a mediator, mediator. Uh, is how I would say. He, he was
1: he was a hearing
2: officer that was appointed by the commissioner, a former NFL player with no legal background that None. we knew. You know, he's not a lawyer, he's not an agent, he's just a ball player, and um, didn't
3: like not Miles to say Bay. those
2: guys don't know what they're doing, but I think it was it was set up and it was designed for the appeal to be heard and then to be upheld the suspension. It wasn't designed for a legitimate reason. Like, the NFL did this the way they did it because they wanted to protect their commissioner.
1: That's how they do things. It's all a farce, and you're right. Yeah. Now, the, the interesting thing is, there's Thrash, and then there's another ex player that were agreed upon between the league and the Players Association. It just seems Matt to come out more and more that like whoever represents the NFL Players Association, lawyers, whoever, need to all be cleaned out because they have been so fleeced by the commissioner's office. It's incredible. like James Thrash is just a yes man. He got told what to do, and did it like he had no what he was going to go against the commissioner. no. And, and the weird thing is it sounds like even if he appeals again, that he could be like double jeopardy punished. Like it's it's, it's insane.
2: Yeah, they would make the punishment worse if he continues to pursue this. That's like, that's what I would. God,
1: say. any court of – like any – and you know what? Again, the players signed off on it, so it is in large part the association's fault for giving the commissioner's office all this power. But, Matt, imagine this in real life. Like this would be thrown out of any court anywhere it's like um no that's super illegal so we're not going to allow that like it's it's so insane yeah.
2: the the fact that details got out about what was discussed that's troubling the fact that the guys who heard the appeal took the to twitter like 15 yeah minutes after the decision was re- very unprofessional how it was handled, but I'm not. Su- I can't say I'm surprised. Nope. I expected it to go how it went that he wasn't going to win an appeal and wasn't going to get a set number of games. The NFL couldn't let a set number of games be placed on somebody using a helmet as a weapon. If they said, oh, that's six games, well, somebody could do that in the middle of the season and be good to go for the postseason and be like, ah, it's only six games. It's not a big deal.
1: Right. Right. And, and then all the, the different stuff about all of a sudden coming out that Mason Rudolph uttered a a racial slur, but nobody else heard it. But Miles Garrett said it it did. And it, it's just it's there's so many different layers, it's so frustrating. It's hard to remember that there's actually a game on Sunday that the Browns, oh, I don't know, need to win.
2: You tell me that with all the cameras.
1: And all the
2: microphones that you can hear every pad pop and click and helmet collision that you couldn't hear that. And you got all of your research done in like 15 hours. You know, you did interview all these people. Apparently, they interviewed a couple of the game officials and a couple players, and that was their thorough analysis of miles's claim right this is uh, this is the league that burnt tapes rather than let them be made public what the patriots did (laughs) they are trying to again protect a stalwart franchise because if it was true and I, I'm not saying it won't do be it easy because I don't know. I yeah, we, we don't know. But if it was true that a Steeler player said something racial to another player, the NFL would look absolutely ridiculous.
1: Because of the Rooney rule. which is put The Sportsmanship
2: Award is named after Art Rooney. Yeah. There's a rule about interviewing minority candidates for – front office and coaching positions and coordinator positions called the ruling rule like that would <laughs> be very very bad that would be a bad look it and would. to be honest with you I'm again I'm not saying it was said I'm saying that from the beginning though it did have a kind of off feel to it. It didn't seem like that was just the, oh, he tried to rip my helmet yeah. off. I'm going to rip his and beat him half to death with it. Like I, there had more claimed it that night that something had been said at the bottom of that pile for miles to snap the way he did.
1: That, yeah. That, that's now, that's how I feel. It could be too. my
2: bias because I want to believe that, right. but that's just how I
1: feel. Well, it seems so out of character. Like we're not talking about Vonte's Perfect or James Harrison or some snap show guy with a reputation who's like, well, no, he's just crazy. Uh, and then that makes total sense. Completely out of character. The, 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 the only troubling part to me about this, Matt, and I, again, I don't know Miles Garrett personally, just from what you hear about him and all that. It seems like he's a pretty genuine, down-to-earth, honest guy. So I, I, I believe him, but if there's no evidence, what can you do? My only issue is why not come out straight away with that, like in the locker room? Like, why not still be hunting like this guy called me blank blank blank? If you have that, it, Matt, if you come out with that right away, the total narrative switches. One instantly. So I don't know why that wasn't brought up to the forefront and it was kind of said afterwards, because it does look a little fishy if it gets brought up as like maybe like a last attempt excuse to try to get something reduced. If it happened, why not come right out with it? Like that there's your there's your ace in the hole.
2: I think that's how he viewed it as the magic bullet to the whole situation and that it was going to go in his favor. Clearly miles bet on the wrong horse. He got the bad right away. Come up right
1: away. Like in the I, to be honest,
2: I, I would, if somebody told me something, I would be very hard pressed if somebody stuck a microphone in my face and asked me a question about it to hold back.
1: I don't know why he, uh, yeah, I don't know why he would. And also, no matter which team you're on, if there's something racial said, like it's not like this is even a, a Ben Roethlisberger, and, and it doesn't matter on the individual, but players on the Steelers, I'm sure, would not have tolerated that either. Like that goes beyond well, a team. Yeah.
2: I made the argument that if Marquise Pouncey heard somebody say that, he would not have leapt to the, his defense quite like he did. He might have but stomped on. I Rudolph. also go to the other card that Mason Rudolph was supposed to have his weekly
3: pass conference.
2: Yesterday, and he was said to be so distraught over the reports, he couldn't talk to the media. He had to go focus on practice. Now, if somebody's putting my name on Front Street in a negative light, I am getting in front of every freaking microphone I can and denying it to the holy high heavens.
1: Now, his lawyer did come out and put on social media a statement, not from... Rudolph specifically, but from the lawyer, and it made it kind of give the vibe that it might be like a like they're all about trying to like sue, or or, you know what I mean? Like it came off like a maybe, yeah. I mean, he could sue
2: sue him for uh, I can't remember if it's it's libel, I think,
1: or or slander.
2: I I know one's print, one's word, right? But he could, honestly, if Miles has nothing to prove his his claim, how does Rudolph think he's going to sue and then prove his case yeah. because it's really a he said, he said yeah. situation there. If there's no Mike and there's not that, you can't prove it either way.
1: Well, yeah, Matt, that that's it. That's the situation. So it didn't go in miles Garrett's favor. The other side, Pouncey's suspension got reduced from three to two, which is the extra slap in the face to Browns fans. Now, ultimately uh, he will still miss the Brown Steelers game and Mason Rudolph blows as a quarterback. Steelers aren't going anywhere. So, Football-wise, I don't really care. But it's just, again, okay, you reduce that. Ogunjobi suspension stays for just essentially belly-body-checking Rudolph. Like, that seemed like that could have been wiped out. It just appears, Matt, and we're close to it. We're pro-Browns all the way. But it seems like a total hack job once again to screw over the poor, sad-sack Browns, protect those pissed yellow and black Steelers, and they're garbage. And that's what it seems like to me. And by the way, Mason Rudolph is just, like, does he just not come off, uh, Matt, as, like, that that annoying daddy's boy prep school guy who who has friends because his, his his family's rich and he's in the, the clubs and stuff like that, and no one really likes him. Like, it looks like a couple generations of first cousins might have been a bit too close for Mason Rudolph and his fat face, because I'm sick of Mason Rudolph, and we have all this stuff on social media, too, coming out. Uh, our good friend Kelly, uh, Kelly Adati from Ohio, from St. Clairsville, uh, uh, is calling him, um, quote, Little Rudy. You know, it's just like, oh, little Rudy's upset. It's just, it just seems ridiculous. So Mason Rudolph, this might be the one and only time I'm cheering for the Cincinnati Bengals to come in and kick your ass. And I hope you get pummeled in the legal way on the football field.
2: Well said. I, I agree. There, there's my uh, I disclaimer. hope that <laughs> in two weeks time when the Browns get their rematch, that they they take out some frustration on the Steelers legally. Yeah. But I hope they take a lot more out on the
3: Dolphins this week well, because
2: it's fresh and it's the game at hand and they have to focus on, you know, this thing called a
3: game. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game, actually,
2: because it'll be something I can talk about that doesn't involve lawyers
3: oh, and know. appeals and that.
2: suspensions and brawls and helmet-to-head <laughs> contact. Like just, I'm very much looking forward to getting back to football.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. This is the, this is what concerns me, Matt. It's like, all right, you have the Miami Dolphins, who have given up, I believe, the third most points in the NFL this year, have scored the second fewest points, but you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who on any given day can chuck up four Hundy and also get picked off three times. But it, it, you have that bit of a walker. There's no running game. They're awful, but they've still won two games. They play hard for Brian Flores. So I'm just concerned, Matt, like – we're gonna find out what this mental makeup is of this Browns team. It's a different situation, obviously, than the um, uh, Broncos game where the Browns should have gone in and, and won and, and just got beat up. Boy, I, I'm just—I got a bad feeling about them overlooking this Dolphins team and, and being a shocker, and that would be the ultimate extra slap in the face here.
2: Yeah, this is a trap game, yeah. obviously. But
1: we're gonna see how mentally strong they are. To, really.
2: to a man, they to to a man they all have said. Hey, look, we you know we love Miles, we support him, we're there for him, but we got to focus on the game here. Like we have a game to play. Miles is not anymore. He's not. So we have to handle our business, and I applaud them for that because that can't have be been easy. I mean, they're missing a cornerstone player, and yet they know that they still have an opportunity to do something special with this season, even without Miles Garrett.
1: Yeah, they they really have to treat it, Matt, like a season-ending injury, right? It's like, okay, he's, he's yeah, gone. Yeah, I mean,
3: that's
2: that's essentially
1: what it is. I mean, he he's
3: gone for the season, and he's not coming back, and you have to find a way
2: to replace him. Now, you're not going to replace him with one guy. But you have talent there. Chris Smith is a talented defensive end. He made the roster for a reason. Chad Thomas is a talented defensive end. He was drafted highly, and he was kept on this roster despite – a lot of additions up front in free agency for
3: a reason. Yeah,
2: Olivier Vernon, if he is able to come back, he is on this roster for a reason because they can all get on to the quarterback and they can all really really do a good job to help contain the running game. Now he the is... problem with Miami is that they they don't run they no, don't run the damn ball. They can't. And like you said, Fitzpatrick could throw for four fifty, you know, without no. blinking an eye.
1: Yeah, like they, they throw the ball fifty times, and there's no running game. Like Kalen Bellage and that offensive line are awful. Like Matt, he averages pitcher, folks. Just take an average step forward, just just an average step, and that's how that's the 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 rush per carry average for Kalen Bellage. That's that's where that's where you're at. There's absolutely nothing there. Now Matt uh, Olivier Vernon, um, he hasn't practiced yet this week, right? He's pretty doubtful for Sunday.
2: They're holding out some hope that he may be able to go at some point, but, yeah, it's looking like he might be missing another week.
1: Okay, and then maybe keep him right for the for the Pittsburgh game back uh, back there. So, yeah, you got, yeah, listen, you don't have the fact of oh, Miles Lord. Garrett. You don't have the fact of um, teams having the game plan and double-team Garrett and that opening things up for other people. Devereux Lawrence is going to get a lot of playing time. We liked him in preseason. He's flashed. Well, he's going to get a lot of playing time with Larry Ogunjobi missing this game as well. So it's it's going to be, Matt, I think the Browns have to come out focused, precise, accurate, and disciplined to this Dolphins game. Because if they come out all all, all all squirrely and wild and all that, then it's another bad reflection on Freddie Kitchens. This might be his biggest test yet. If you can keep this team under all this contained and focused with the distractions, then maybe Freddie Kitchens will be able to earn a little bit of a longer look and lengthen that leash a bit.
2: Yeah, if they come out and get boat raced by a oh very hapless Miami uh, one then I think the writing's on the wall. It's going to happen shortly thereafter. Happen against the Broncos. Um, but if they come out focused and they handle their business and they play a complete game like they're supposed to, I think that's going to go a long way in helping Freddie keep the job.
1: Yeah, like the thing is they should have done that in the Broncos game. Different situation and, and much more controversy around it, but yeah. they didn't. And that was on the road and this is at home. I'll say this too, Matt. If the Bengals are ever gonna win a game, I think they win this one. I if I'm laying down some money, Pittsburgh favored by six and a half, who's scoring the points? Like Boswell's gonna to have to kick all, all these. Mason Rudolph is garbage. You won't have Juju Smith Schuster. You won't have Deontay Johnson. You pretty much have James Washington and a banged up running running back core. So I think it's gonna be an ugly game. But come on, Cincinnati. Let's go. Get get your one win. Make it against the Steelers and just make them look like the pathetic fools that they are. And put that narrative on them like, hey, you gave up the first win to the Bengals. That would be sweet. It's in Cincinnati. Could happen.
2: Anything could happen in the NFL. Well,
1: we, and, and we saw that. We we see this. Who would have thought we'd be talking about face masks and crotch kicks and slurs and, and, and double suspensions and all that nonsense. Um, so we look at that, Matt, and for... The Browns, David Njoku, uh, is he trending to play this week, or is he? He's off the IR. He's eligible, but it, it sounds like he might not play just yet. What are you hearing?
2: Yeah, I I wouldn't imagine he would have a huge role, even if he did play. I'm leaning more towards they're going to try and hang, hold him out another, you know, another week. Um, he actually revealed something that we thought was, actually didn't happen. He had surgery on his wrist. Yeah. Um, he said he had it about a month ago because the healing process wasn't working quite as fast as he would have liked, so he tried to help the process along and underwent uh, surgery. He, th- he's he been out for eight-plus weeks, and for six of those weeks, he wasn't able to catch with both hands. Wow. So uh, he's got a lot of rest to shake off. And I know he's athletically a freak and just a really good athlete, but – you know, Demetrius Harris, Stephen Carlson, Farrell, Brandon, they've been holding down the fort for the last two months.
1: Ricky Seals Jones. Maybe give
2: them another week. At R- Ricky Seals Jones, too. Um, you know, let them have another week and let Njoku um, come along a little slowly.
1: Yeah, get, get him back up. And, by the way, folks, for your fantasy football team, that's a nice pickup. He's uh, His ownership has dropped substantially. If you can afford the stash of David Njoku down the stretch – that's somebody who – he's got his drop issues, but that's someone you can pick up at a, a decimated fantasy position at tight end. All right, Matt, let's get to our Cleveland whiskey predictions for Sunday. And, folks, of course, hey, I enjoyed some Cleveland whiskey last night. The 87 Christmas bourbon is out. I can't – I, I can't come to Canada. i got to make a bootleg trip down to Buffalo or something. But check out where it's available near you. It's outside, available outside of Ohio. The Christmas bourbon, a must-try. Also, the 87, the award-winning black cherry – the Underground Series, just spectacular on com too. They have great recipes for fall, for the holiday season, and all that. So check it out, com, and where it's available near you if you're outside of Ohio. All right, Matt. Dolphins, Browns, the Browns are double-digit favorites at home. Ten and a half. Where are you going?
3: I don't
2: know that they cover that spread, but they get the win. I'm going to go 28 28- 20
1: browns. Ooh, I'll say I think the Dolphins cover. Uh, I do. I think it's not going to be that that much of a um that much of a blowout. So I will say I'm just trying to get the math right here. I'll say 24 Let's say 24 for the Browns. Just doing the math 18 19 20 21 22 23 20. Okay, so I have to go higher than that. We'll do 24 20. 24 20 Browns. May, uh, they'll make it a little interesting. All right let will make it a little interesting. It uh, sounds good. We'll do that. We were,
2: we were both doing some quick math. There. <laughs> we're <laughs> we we're testing our edu-
1: we're, education systems. <laughs> we're 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 both uh, yeah we're both public school kids right Matt so we're uh, you know do we 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 do what we can. <laughs> no, actually
0: I'm not. But... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well,
1: no, <I> got...
2: <laughs> no, that was a that was a decision that was out of my hands. Oh, but uh, I I I was always I always had a natural aptitude for math. So I was calculating in my head. I'm like, okay, if the Dolphins cover, that means they have to lose by less than ten and a half. So I have to make this an eight-point game.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So you know what? Either way, I don't care if it's ugly. I don't care how it turns out. Just get the win, Cleveland. Just get the win. Then you're on a three-game winning streak. You're five and six, and you can then focus on stomping the Steelers next week. Go Bengals. Go Browns. Matt, you're gonna have a whole bunch of articles out, uh, even more so at wkyc.com/sports and uh, on Twitter at Matt Flerjancic, right?
2: Yeah, after the week of suspensions and deals stories, I'm finally starting to trend my way back to hmm. football. Oh. I had a story up this morning about Nick Chubb uh, and the Browns feeling like he he exemplifies everything they want in a football player. Oh yeah, uh, I've got got a look at Baker Mayfield's uh, resurgence because of his ability to win the turnovers. Uh, And then I got a couple other stories, too. One maybe about Jarvis Landry uh, going up against his old team and what his new teammates think he's going to put up against Miami.
1: Yeah. Hey, there's a storyline, too. Absolutely. Can't wait to read that one. Uh, You can follow me as well. I wish
2: Adam Gase was still the coach. That's the one
1: piece of this puzzle. Um, I
2: I really think Jarvis has an issue with him more than – Miami itself. He still lives in Miami, so he likes the city.
1: Well, the 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 weather's pretty sweet. Uh and there's so many so much turnover there. But yeah, we'll hey we'll see. Be nice for Jarvis. nice for OBJ. This would be a great breakout game for OBJ. You know, get him a touchdown, get him some tar try to air it out a little bit and give give OBJ some feel good stuff going into the next Steeler game. That that would be nice as well.
2: Yeah, all that would be great. Just take as much momentum into that.
1: Yeah
3: stadium
2: across the border that you can and i'm being nice i'm trying to be nice today because the dead gum holiday season is is upon us so try to be a little nicer
1: uh, matt you know what the sound that you hear when you drive through pittsburgh and exit it is the sound of a toilet flushing because that's what that city and that franchise is screw you pittsburgh and mason rudolph love you matt you can be the nice one uh <laughs> That'll do it. Let, let's end on that note. I think that's a good, that's a good place to end. Hashtag, Most people
2: think I'm the villain, so being the <laughs> nice
1: guy is actually kind of a
0: different role for me.
1: You can be the baby face here, yeah. Hashtag screw you, Pittsburgh. Uh, hit us up on Twitter what you think about this game coming up and the whole Miles Garrett situation. At mcd one at Matt Fleurjancic. Brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. We will talk to you hopefully, and I fully expect a victory Monday. You've been listening to The Doghouse on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. <laughs> Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. sharing with us what she's learned.
0: I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts mini-series now in the VergeCast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.
1: This episode was supported by Reddit for Business. You want the right attention for your business, but you don't know where to get it. It should be a place where people actually take the time to engage with your ads. Why not try Reddit. They seem to have the whole engagement thing down pat. With over 100,000 communities, Reddit users are some of the most active online. Meet your potential customers where they feel most at home, with 90% of users trusting Reddit to learn about new products and brands. Just go to redditforbusiness.com slash vox to learn more.